This podcast contains sexual themes and is intended for open-minded adults. If you're under the age of 18, you should stop listening now. You're listening to Sharing is Caring. In this podcast, we talk openly about our journey into the lifestyle, about opening our relationship and our lives to a whole new way of thinking. Come and share our adventures into sex positivity and ethical non-monogamy. Hey everyone, welcome to this episode of Sharing is Caring. I'm Kiwi. And I'm Sherry. We're actually pre-recording this episode, so by the time you're listening to it, we'll be sitting on a beach somewhere in New Zealand, sunning ourselves, drinking pina coladas, all that sort of stuff. Well, no, not really. We'll probably be walking up a hill. Yeah, and I'm not sure about the sun. No, it's it's really nice. It's been a big heat wave until the day that we arrive, and it's going to be warmer in London when we arrive for the next few days, so... It's Yay. great timing. Oh, well, I'm sure it'll get better after a few days. Yeah, but this time tomorrow we'll be sitting in the airport lounge. No, we won't actually. We'll be we'll on the be plane. We'll be on the plane, yeah. We'll be flying. Yeah, we'll be in the air. What have we been up to? It hasn't actually been that long since our last episode, so we haven't had that much time to do stuff. I think we've still done something pretty relevant for the episode. That's true, it's true. It was Valentine's Day last Thursday, so uh, it's... Thursday today is Valentine's Day a week ago. Woohoo! And for Valentine's Day, we went to a social, an anti Valentine's Day KK social slash meet and greet. And um, I'm going to let you carry on with that. Yeah. So it was in a central location in London in a, in a club. And uh, when we first arrived, we're not too early. Um, we're about par- an hour after it started. Yeah. The party was not yet in the full swing hey. <laughs> um, but there were still a few people already there and um, I was very surprised at the number of single men there because usually when we go to lifestyle events it's couples only and single girls but um, we go to places where single men are not allowed usually yeah sometimes at private meets there's one or two single men who have been selected because they're good friends with some of the couples that come along. But this was open to single men to purchase tickets as well. And I think especially arriving early, a lot of the single men arrived early as opposed to the couples who arrived a a bit bit later. later. Yeah. So I I was really surprised. And uh, I think (laughs) they had to talk to each other because otherwise they would just have been standing there talking to no one. (laughs) So that was quite interesting to watch. Um... So yeah, we walked around. There were quite a few freebies, uh, little heart cookies. Well, broken heart cookies because it was anti-Valentine's. Yeah. Uh, rose petals. It was a nice decoration. And nice I had touch. some of that um, scented body spray, which you could lick. lick. Yes. So naturally, first thing I did was spray it on myself and licked it off. Yes, of course it was. <laughs> um, so yeah, it, it was a nice venue as well. Yeah. Um, it was a big, big lounge slash dance floor cocktail bar area. Yeah, and they had really nice cocktails, actually. Mm. Yeah, we tried a couple of uh, signature cocktails or whatever they were. That was nice. Yeah. Yeah. So we just looked around, walked around, and then chose a place to sit, which was not too far from the bar, with a good view of... <laughs> Strategically placed, was <laughs> yeah. it? Yeah, <laughs> and we had a good view of the rest of the room as well, to be people watching, because we love doing that. And it was so noisy. And, you know, we couldn't figure out why it was so noisy. It's because we're right by the DJ. <laughs> we only re- realized that after, after a few minutes. Um, but by that point, we were already... It was too late. We are already sitting. Yes. And also, as, as soon as we sat almost, one of those single guys who was actually sitting across from One of those single it. guys. <laughs> yeah, well, there were many. <laughs> A guy who was sitting nearby. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, just... Um, came our way and asked if we if we could sit with us and have a chat. Yeah, and uh, we got chatting to him. And at first, we were a bit you know unsure because we're not used to being at events with so many single guys. But actually, it turned out he was a really interesting guy, and we started chatting for quite a long time to him. I'm not sure how long we chatted with uh, with him for. Must have been a good hour at least, yeah. hour and a half. Yeah, because we got a couple rounds of drinks in as well. Yeah, we we did get 
two rounds and it was it was a good conversation i think it was flowing the only problem was <laughs> the dj being so loud behind us <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but if it was it hadn't been for that i think we the conversation would have been even better yeah that's true yeah it was, it was really friendly and interesting quite good looking as well and by or by curious yeah that, that's a question we asked after a while only <laughs> it's not our first thing when we meet people are you bi <laughs> are you bi no you're not okay go away <laughs> uh, but I, I got the vibe that maybe it was yeah I got that feeling I definitely had that feeling so we, we got his number from him um, we weren't going to play that evening we decided we're just going to go out to the social otherwise probably would have evolved to some more but um, well we probably would have wanted it to evolve some more but we've been chatting to him a bit and yeah. hopefully it will go the direction of uh, meeting up again and... MMF. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. So maybe in one of our future catch-ups you'll... <laughs> Here we are. Oh. Hear about some fun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but then we also met with other people we, we had met before. Yep. Yeah. There was a group of people who we knew and probably about... No, we knew three of them. Yeah. And the whole group ended up being about 10, 12 of us. You think it was that many? Yeah, because there was a few single guys as well who came along and started chatting. And um, I'm not sure if anyone pre-knew them, but we got to know them quite well throughout the evening and they yeah. were really friendly as well. Yeah, especially the French guy. I had a good chat with him. Yeah. But it was really weird, I guess, to speak French again to this kind of event. I don't know. It was. He uh, spoke a lot of French and kept. Yeah, but that was that was different. I don't know. I, I think I wouldn't be able to do anything with him. It was too like friendly. I don't know. I don't know how to explain. But it was. Um, there wasn't the chemistry there. No, it was more like, oh, you're French. I'm French too. Let, let's speak about our common experiences as a French person in London. But I met some Kiwi people, and it wasn't just like I'm Kiwi. You're Kiwi too. Let's talk about being Kiwis in London. Yeah. Well, there was a bit of that as well, obviously. But yeah, that's because you're all about the sex. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, still, it was a nice conversation. Yeah, so we had a, we had a great evening at that. And um, ended up heading home not too late, because it was a school night. Yeah, but still and late we're, enough... And we're responsible, that... aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> still late enough that we felt that we enjoyed the night out. Yeah. Oh, we were starving when we got home, weren't we? Because we didn't really have that good a dinner, or that bigger dinner. Yeah, and the dinner was really early, because we needed to be uh, at the evening, not too late. Yeah. So, yeah, again... Craving pasta. No pasta in the house. <laughs> the moral of the story is we need to buy pasta. Yeah, and some kind of sauce. <laughs> so, to carry on with our journey into the lifestyle, and at this point we're sort of we're starting to get into the, the habit of things, and we, um, the previous experience was going to Rio's. Yeah, uh, our first, nudist spa. Uh, first time at Rio's, that's what we talked about. And we really enjoyed being naked in front of people and and having sex in front of people, of course. But the whole whole being naked around people was something which we decided they really enjoyed. So, um, completely unsexy. My parents came over to visit from New Zealand for a month or so. Mm-hmm. And or it was a bit longer, actually, and they're traveling around Europe. But anyway, we decided to go and meet them in Croatia for just a, a week, week, a week and a half. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we went to a little island, Viz, mm-hmm. and there's a great little village on the other side of the island called... Komisha. Komisha. Where they filmed the second um, Mamma Mia film. Yeah, we've actually. actually got to watch that now. Yeah. They filmed it just before Yeah, they just went. finished a few days before we arrived. But it was not out yet. And we stayed at this great little Airbnb where I think... Was it their house or something? And they just moved out whenever someone came along to do yeah. Airbnb. Yeah, that's and they came every day and bought us some figs. And oh, fresh fruits. It was amazing. They bought us a bottle of grappa they made themselves. And oh, that was really good. Mm-hmm. But anyway, at the, the evening when we first arrived, my parents said, oh, there's um, a nudist beach just around the corner. You know, if you want to check that out. I think. And then Kiwi's eyes just lit up. <laughs> I confess, I did a little bit of research myself before we went. <laughs> so it wasn't a complete surprise. But I think they said, I'm not sure if they said it more of as a joke or just to feel out if we were interested so they could go otherwise. I don't know. Did you, I can't remember if you said that you were interested back then. I think, so they might have just said, oh yeah, might check it out. 
<laughs> so the next day, first thing in the morning, well, when I say first thing in the morning with Sherry, that's probably about 12.30, 1 o'clock. You know, I need my sleep. When I first get you out of bed. <laughs> anyway. You out of bed. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so first once thing we, we got ready. out of bed. Once we were ready, we got all set up and packed our bags and laid on the SPF 50 because I'm very pale. We're both quite pale. I burn easily, you tan. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And we headed off to the nudist beach, which is... It was quite a trek to go there. Yeah. It's... A lot of nudist beaches are out of the way a wee bit. So it's down past past the town, past the party beach, and then yeah. you just got to climb over a hill. And there's a bit of a path. And it's a path it going rugged. down and it's... Yeah, it's quite rugged. So it's a bit slippery, a lot of rocks. There's a lot of people camping up on that hill. Like, it was yeah. just in... Some trees in the shade, and they'd set up hammocks and tents, and it looks like they were just living there, Mm -hmm. which is really cool. That's actually a great way to spend your summer. We should do that. Free accommodation, you know, just go away for a couple of weeks. Yeah, and I think they were using the the showers of the party beach. Ah, see? And the toilets as well, yeah. Just food. Mm. Anyway, we managed to reach the beach after. The, the walk down, which was a bit dangerous, but fun. <laughs> Especially in the, in flip-flops. Although, on the way to the beach, we did stop and take a nice photo of you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice cheeky picture. <laughs> <laughs> which became a tradition over the days, every time we went to the beach. Or came back to it from or it. Or came back from yeah. the beach, yeah. Cheeky picture. Yeah, so... Um, what happened once we arrived at the beach? Yeah, so we got to the beach and I think the first day we went there, there was a group of three or four quite attractive young women that were just lying in the shade of that little wall that was halfway down the beach. And I was thinking, first arrived, wow, okay, is this what the type of people are going to be at the beach the whole time? They must have made quite an impression on you because I don't remember them. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I remember the... The guy who you who looked quite young oh, who was always yeah. loitering, you know? Yeah. So the beach itself were, was a stone beach. It seems most beaches in Europe seem a stone. Um, but it was covered in these really small grass type things. Yeah, dried grass. Yeah, dried grass. It was quite thick as well. So it was almost like a mattress. Mm. So you could lay your towel down on that and it was soft. The problem is there wasn't much shade. So there were a couple of trees (laughs) with not many leaves on. We had to put our T-shirts on the branches to try to create some shade and (laughs) lie lie underneath. Yeah, And there was some kind of a built little shed almost. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. It was like a gazebo type thing. I wouldn't call it a gazebo, actually. Probably a shed or a hutch, a bivouac. Yeah. But it was usually busy, except on the last day, I think, when we... Managed to... We got the second to last day as well. Oh, yeah. Twice we managed to get on it and have proper coverage from the sun. Yeah. So that was great fun, just lying in the... I was going to say lying in the sun, lying in the shade, and then get up and go for a swim and then come All naked. Lie in the sun and have a watch around at the other people. <laughs> yeah. And there were people of all ages. All shapes and sizes. All shapes and sizes, all body types, and... I re- I think that's really good. I I don't know, I find naked people attractive even if they're not the sort of people that I would normally look at or you know find attractive to like sexually attractive not someone I would necessarily hit on, but I think just seeing people naked really I think it's I definitely know, it's, changed my perception of uh, the human body and made me more accepting of the different bodies you can you can see because I've seen Many more bodies now in the last few years than ever before. Mm. And now I, I see the beauty in all bodies. Whereas before, maybe I was more uh, used to what you see on TV. The perfect beauty of body. imperfection. Yeah. And also, you remember, there was some sort of family of three with the parents and a teenage daughter who looked so awkward. Oh, yeah. They must have been going to nudist beaches for quite a while. And I guess the daughter had got to that age where... She was no longer comfortable being 
Yeah, she was probably like 13, 14, yeah. I don't know, something like that. Not she was half covering being naked her in front breast. of people and yeah. her family. Yeah, she didn't look happy. I felt sorry for her. Yeah. But what else? Ah, yes. On the last day that we were there, I went for a swim out to that island. And um, another guy jumped in the water and swam out with me. And uh, and you got propose like a proposal. Well, he didn't. He didn't say anything, but the way he was looking, he was definitely keen. He was and it was the same rock with where the teenage boy was loitering a lot of time. So yeah. we know what he was up to. <laughs> <laughs> but that rock was really, really sharp. It must have been volcanic, and it hadn't been worn down by the sea. It was really painful. But there was a little plank that had been put out there in between two little bumps in the rock oh, that you could sit it? on. But I, know, I would have, uh, I would have had some fun with the guy out there. But you weren't on board. We didn't talk about it or anything, so it might have been a bit weird if I just went out to a rock yeah. in the middle of the ocean. And <laughs> yeah, I think without without knowing about it and without talking about it before, it would have been a bit upsetting. <laughs> a bit of a surprise when you got back. When I got back. Yeah, same for you. If I had gotten busy on the beach with someone else. When when you were swimming, yeah. yeah. So when we were there on the second day, because we went four days all up, I think. I don't know. We need to look at the the pictures. Yeah. <laughs> to make sure. How many, how many boobs are here? <laughs> so, I think it was four days that we went there, because we stayed in Kamisha for five five days. Okay. Um, and I know we didn't go for one of the days. I'm pretty sure we didn't go for one of the days. We, yeah, the second day, we stayed for sunset, which was quite cool watching the sunset. And we had the little hutch to ourselves, but we weren't in the hutch, we were beside the hutch in the shade of it. And our whole side of the beach was empty. There was about four or five people down the other end of the beach, mm -hmm. but that was sort of out of sight from the hutch. Well, at that time of night on the beach, most of, well, most of people yeah. have gone. So A lot of people had gone It was home. quiet. So it was quite nice. We were watching the sun go down and Sherry gave me a hand job. A hand job in the setting. sunset. Yeah. So right as the sun went over the horizon. It was, it was quite romantic right actually. Came all over your hand. How romantic. <laughs> I found it romantic. It was. It was. <laughs> but also that's where you discovered your favorite sport, which is Trying to get me hard at the most inappropriate times whenever possible. Oh, but it's oh. because you're so easy. At the nudist <laughs> beach, just being naked already arises, arouses you already. Oh, just being naked already. What's the word? Arouses. <laughs> <laughs> just being naked already arouses you. So I just have to lightly touch your arm. <laughs> and that will make you <laughs> already kind of jerk a little bit and then the more I touch even if it's not always sexual it gets harder and harder it's a really funny game I have to say I think now that I've been to more nudist beaches and been around more nudity just in general which is more relaxed I'm not quite as bad for that <laughs> but it's definitely when you first take your clothes off for the first five minutes, ten minutes, you're a lot more sensitive, hypersensitive to arousal. And then it just calms down a bit and comes more relaxed. But I don't think we are great nudists. I don't think we would make very good nudists. No, no, we're not. <laughs> Clearly we're not. We just enjoy being naked for the sexual aspect of it, the sensual yeah. aspect. But I definitely like playing with you. So now when we go places on holiday, we hunt out. Where can we get naked? Where are the nudist beaches? Where are and the we found spas? a few. We found quite a few since. Yeah, we found, a, we found a few decent ones. Although we didn't, when we went down to Brighton on holiday, we didn't uh, go into the nudist beach area behind the big berms. No, we didn't. I can't remember why we didn't. Was it mostly men? I think all we could see from the uh, little path that went past was only men. So we thought, oh, we can't be bothered. We've been walking for so long as well. Hmm. And uh, after Kamisha, we didn't do anything else in Croatia, did we? No. No, we went back home. 
Or we went to another place, my parents. Yeah, but then we went back home. There. So after that, we went back to... Rio's! Yeah. So we had so much fun in Rio's and we had the first time and we had so much fun at the nudist beach that it wasn't long after we got home, we said, great, let's organise with that couple that we met at Rio's the first time. We need to give them a name. I suggest uh, Tina and Josh. Tina and Josh. Okay. So we... We said, oh, we've got to go back to Rio's with Tina and Josh. Yeah, and so we, we, we had been texting them a little bit. Yeah, we had a group WhatsApp and we'd been sending a few pictures and chatting and everything. We said, oh, how'd you like to go back next week? And they said... Because they yeah. went quite a few times before we met them. So it was not their first time when we I met them. I think they'd been once before. Oh, just once. Yeah. Okay. But I think they probably went when we were away or something. Yeah. I mean, they didn't wait for us to, to go back and... Uh, so they were old hands at it. <laughs> Not quite. <laughs> but they, they, they knew how it worked there. Yeah. And it was just good to go with other people. Yeah, it's nice to have people that you know when you go to these things. And mm. you can have your own conversations. You're not sort of sitting there and trying to start up conversation with strangers. Yeah. Because we didn't spend the whole time. Oh, we won't, okay, we won't jump forward there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we, we met up with them. Well, we said we'll go along. And they live quite a different part of London to us, so we went separately. And something which has become a bit of a tradition when we go to We go Rio's. to Oaxaca just before. Yeah, Oaxaca is a Mexican restaurant. It's a chain in the UK. And it's on the high street right right next to Rio's, maybe a couple of minutes walk. Right next to the tube station. Right next to the tube station and a couple of minutes walk from Rio's. Yeah, so we go eat some Mexican food. And cocktails. Yeah, and cocktails, chill out, have a chat, and then stroll on down to Rio's mm-hmm. and, yeah, check ourselves in. So we've already talked about what Rio's actually looks like, so we won't go over that again. So this time we... You, know, you went back to the women's changing room again, didn't you? Oh, wait, I've always only been to the women's yeah, changing not the room. One. Yeah, no. Fair enough, makes sense. Um, so we went out and got naked and chilled out in the sort of rest area first got our glass of wine left a bottle of wine behind the counter as usual as usual and relaxed on the deck chairs no they're not deck chairs what are they the lounge chairs the lounge chairs the ones you lie back on almost like a beach chair actually yeah beach chair we'll call them beach chairs but there's no beach (laughs) because like i said for the first five ten minutes it's you're very hypersensitive to being naked and easily aroused and sherry's favorite game you're keeping a towel around get me aroused whenever possible in that place, I don't think it would be necessarily a bad thing. Yeah. But still, I don't want to walk around first thing in the evening. <laughs> With hard on. my towel. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we sat around there for a bit and then decided to go and jump in the uh, spa. So Tina and Josh hadn't joined us at that point. They were running a bit late, so they were probably another half hour, 45 minutes away. I don't know how you remember all these details, because I don't. <laughs> like an elephant. Yeah, I'm impressed. For anything except names and faces. <laughs> well, we complement each other then. It's the small details you got to remember in the stories, or that I remember in the stories. Like, uh, for that day we had breakfast at... No, I didn't. Um, <laughs> so we, we went to the big spa pool again. And I think we stayed in that big spa pool until Tina and Josh arrived. And we were just chilling out and you know falling falling around under the water and chatting and, and looking at people and looking at people and just generally enjoying the atmosphere and relaxing yeah and you know the first thing relaxing. the first thing we did was a loop of the whole area again the whole complex which we seem to do each time we go is just walk around the whole thing once and then go and sit down <laughs> it's like a cat that walks around in circles before lying down that's dogs that do that. I, w- I would say it's more like getting the bearings of our surroundings and who's in and All that. what's happening. No, you're a cat. <laughs> you're a cat. <laughs> so we sat down and we chilled in the um, big spa until they arrived. And then we chatted to them once they arrived. It was really cool to catch up and tell them about our trip to Croatia and going to Nudist Beach and everything. And uh, it wasn't long before... We noticed another couple which had just arrived, and they were both very young. I'd say they were probably early twenties. Yeah, early to mid twenties. Yeah, 
So I guess younger than we usually... We usually go for around our age, so late 20s to early 30s. Yeah, and then plus minus a bit, but usually we go older rather than younger. But it's also that we don't meet a lot of people in the lifestyle that are in their early 20s. Yeah, that's true. Um, so they were both very sort of outgoing. They obviously had a few drinks. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't we go with them to the sauna? Yeah, so first we got chatting to them in the big spa pool. I think, um, you remember every single detail. I'm that's really where we impressed. met them, was in the big spa pool. I thought we met them in the sauna, but okay. Uh, no. Maybe that's where we had more of a chat. That's where we had more of a chat. So we chatted in the big spa pool first and then moved to the sauna and then engaged more. And then we went from the sauna to the smaller spa yes. pool, uh, jacuzzi, sorry. I remember the jacuzzi too. So she was... She was um, quite short. She was shorter than you, wasn't she? Yeah, but I'm, I'm tall-ish, so... Yeah. So she <laughs> was about... How tall are you? 169. So she would have been about 160. Yeah, about 160 and... She cropped hair almost, like very short yeah, hair. like a bob cut. Yeah, with a f- short fringe. Yeah, black hair. Very black, yeah. And uh, uh, olive skin, skin yeah. yeah. And... Very perky, very round breasts. Nice breasts. Very nice breasts. Mm. She and looked uh, almond like, eyes. So I think, you know, she she looked like maybe some of her family had Asian origins or something. Yeah. I thought she she had some kind of exotic air about her. Oh. Kind of. <laughs> she was exotic. <laughs> <laughs> she was also very self confident, and that was attractive. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. She looked kind of like uh, Uma Thurman. In Pulp Fiction. Like, yeah, Mia in Pulp Fiction, but a lot younger than Mia in Pulp Fiction. So we'll call her Mia. Okay. And her partner that she was with, he was... Well, I can't remember him very well. He was bad. quite short to... Um, Taller than her, but yeah, about your height. Was he ginger with a beard? He had a beard. And yeah, his, his it was Scottish, dark, I think. Dark brown ginger. He's Scottish, yes. You're right. And he is, he is quite good looking as well. Yeah, a bit bigger than what I would normally go for. Mm. Uh, but a lot of charm. Again, a lot of self confidence, which is attractive. Yeah. I don't remember his name though, but for this purpose, we'll call him Marcellus. Marcellus Wallace. <laughs> You're coming up with. <laughs> Interesting name. Marcellus. Yeah. Okay. Mia and he Marcellus. He didn't look like a bitch. Anyway. <laughs> I don't get that joke. Oh, it's okay. <laughs> All right. So we, yeah, we went and chatted to them in the sauna a bit. So uh, all these names to keep track of. So Tina we've got and Josh. Tina and Josh. Marcellus and Mia. And Mia. Okay. Mm. So Tina, Josh, Marcellus... And Mia. Mia. So we figured out <laughs> when chatting, and <laughs> well, Sherry yeah, and Kiwi, yeah. um, when chatting to them, we actually realized that that night was their first date and they had been for a drink and then kind of on a dare decided to come to Rio's. I think they both got chatting and realized that they're fairly open people and said, oh, let's, let's do this. Yeah. So that's an interesting first date, I must say. It's a daring one, yeah. But why not? I mean, if it's their thing. It, they looked quite happy about it, both of them. Yeah. So we uh, went to the sauna and got chatting and flirting in the sauna some more. And things, I think, really turned a bit more flirtatious in there, especially with her more than him. Yeah, because he, he kept absent. coming and going as well. Yeah, he kept going up for a cigarette and go to the bathroom and go get a drink and... He was getting up the whole night and leaving the room and yeah. leaving and coming back, leaving and coming back. Yeah. So it was a bit harder to build rapport with him because he was on and off. Mm. But she was definitely there for, well, <laughs> you know. <laughs> she knew what she was there for. Yeah, she did. <laughs> so as we um, got chatting to them, we found out sort of what they were into and they were both bi. Um, they were both open. Mm-hmm. And we all moved to the small 
sparkle, a spool jacuzzi, sorry. And um, there was one which was pretty much empty, so we all fitted in. Yeah, with all the couples, the three yeah. couples together. And then after a while of sitting in the jacuzzi chatting, we, um, Sherry, myself and Mia, sat on the On the edge, edge because it was to just off. too warm. After yeah. a while, in the sauna, in the spa pool, which is very hot water, I just need to, to breathe a bit of fresher air. Yeah. Yeah. But I was sitting in the middle of Sherry and Mia, and I can't remember who kissed who first or how it started, but... She started it. <laughs> I remember ah. being being impressed by the fact that she was there doing it. So she leaned in and kissed me. Yeah. And we started making out on the side of the jacuzzi. And then I stopped and leaned back. And, and then, then she kissed me? Yeah, she kissed Sherry. And then it sort of alternated between all three of us kissing each other. Because I kissed you next. Three-way kiss, yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, That was really hot. That was a good way to start. I really liked it. That was, yeah, really. That was a really hot start. Mm-hmm. Especially because it was so warm. <laughs> yeah, and she was very good looking, which helped a lot. Yeah. But then I realized after we'd been kissing for a few minutes, I stopped and there's a lot of people around. And I was just sitting on the side of the um, spa pool with a <laughs> big erection. <laughs> and uh, I know it's probably not a problem, but I just suddenly thought, oh, actually, maybe I should sit down in the water. <laughs> well, we're kind of putting on the show because usually stuff happens, but it's more like in the water or at yeah. water level. And we were raised on the edge of the spa pool, so quite high compared to everyone else. So a bit of kissing and a bit of groping yeah. from two very attractive women. Oh, it did draw some some eyes. Yeah, press your big erection. <laughs> so I sat down in the water to try and cool off. Well, cool off, I'm not sure <laughs> is the right word, considering the temperature of the water. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then we decided, shall we get a room with Marcellus, really sexy name, and Mia. I like the name Mia. And they were like, yep, that sounds great. So we were getting ready to go, and um, Tina and Josh. Josh, thank you. <laughs> um, said, oh, can we come along and watch? Because they enjoy watching people and having sex in front of people, but they don't like to join in. Yeah, that, I mean, they do a little bit, but not much. Yeah. M- so mostly like, like kissing. Kissing between women only. Yeah. And a bit of light touching. Yeah. So we so went in search of a private room. Yeah. And it was all busy. Yeah. Every room was full. As and usual. Though, it's often very busy. Yeah. Especially once you get to about 10.30 or so when everyone starts to, you know, get into the action a bit more. And all the rooms were small. So even if we did get a room, six people was quite a few to fit in one. You easily uh, can. I think it would be... I think... Four is the maximum you can get in those small rooms. You can definitely do six, but it would be... Oh, it would be, uh, wouldn't squeeze. be comfortable. Have we done six? No. But anyway, um, so we, we went looking and there's a couple who were sitting in the largest room with the door open, just waiting for people to come and join them. And they've been there for quite a while. And the manager of the area... They were not waiting, though. They were kind of uh, doing stuff to each other. I can't yeah. remember what they were doing, but they were getting busy. To get just the two of them. Just to attract people. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the manager of the um, spa, he walks around and does loops of it pretty much continuously just to make sure everything's okay, everything's clean, you know, there's no problems anywhere. There's also security around. But he walked past a couple times as we were waiting and um, he realized and got chatting to us and was like, oh, maybe I can find somewhere else for you. So he said, oh, actually, there's a massage rooms upstairs. Do you want to come and see if they're okay? So he actually led um, some of us upstairs to have a look at yeah, the massage rooms. Yeah, I didn't rooms. go. I stayed downstairs. Yeah, we stayed downstairs to stay in the queue for the rooms. Um, but apparently they were too small to fit all six of us. But then when he came back, he decided, actually, this couple who's in the large room, I felt really guilty. Yeah. He, um, <laughs> he started to kick them out because apparently they're there every weekend and they always take the large room first thing in the evening and stay in there the whole evening yeah so he's like no get out go to one of the smaller rooms we have six people here waiting (laughs) so i felt so guilty but at the same time like so happy 
Because <laughs> the mood had started to sort of drop off and it wasn't... Of course, we were all waiting anymore. for stuff to happen and we're just queuing in front of a door. And yeah, that was not very sexy. <laughs> but we went back in the mood quite quickly. Yeah, so we all got into the room and it, it very quickly turned into us, us kissing again and then Sherry and then us three. And I can't remember if Marcellus came in and out of the room most of the evening so we didn't get to do much with him yeah but he seemed like he was on board with it so it wasn't like he was unsure and he was unhappy with it because he'd come in he'd join in for a while and then he'd leave he was just going to the bathroom to powder his nose well he didn't seem like he was actually he didn't have he didn't seem like he was all amped up or anything it's, maybe it's just his personality um, he can't stay in place and he has to Oh, shiny. Oh, shiny. Squirrel. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm not sure. Well, we never got an explanation and I don't think we're, we ever will, but... No. It doesn't matter. We enjoyed Mia's company a lot. Yep. I thought Mia was um, not shy at all, but you remember that she had done things with women before, not you. Yeah. So she had... She mentioned that she'd been with women in the past and... I think even played with couples and been to Torture Garden. She told us about how she went to Torture Garden a couple of months earlier. Mm. So she was she was really open and uh, knew what she was doing. And I think yeah. at that stage I was still quite shy. Yeah, we were still very new to it. We hadn't really played with... Had we played with anyone since um, going to... Fever? Fever. No. We hadn't, no. We just had sex in front of... Uh, Tina and Josh. And Josh, that's it. Okay, yeah, so we hadn't had any other experience. No. And, yeah, I wasn't feeling too confident, but she was taking the lead, which is what I needed. Yep. So we got in and we all started kissing. And, it, well, since we were already naked, we didn't have to strip her clothes off. <laughs> um, but she still went slowly enough. So I remember she laid you down and... Started kissing down your body and licking your breasts and slowly started running her fingers over you. So she was taking her time to, she was taking her time with you, which was the one thing you found out of your first experiences. You said, oh, I wish that we'd taken more time together and taken it a bit slowly. Yeah. So you were actually getting that. That was and good. And she was really good. I enjoyed it a lot. It was really central, mm. which is what I like also about women. Usually it's a bit more central, a bit less, you know, a bit more beating around the bush, let's say. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where this expression oh. comes from. <laughs> that was terrible. I love it. <laughs> so we, yeah, so I was kissing you. We were alternating between me kissing you and her touching her body and and vice versa. And then she went down on you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> so she went down on you and you were you were in bliss. As always when I get, you know, someone coming down on me. It was nice. And then I can't remember exactly what happened next. I think that was after she finished going down on you for the first time, then we sort of, we, we turned on her. <laughs> <laughs> it was her turn. And we were kissing her and touching her and and was it you who went down on her first? I can't remember which one of us did it first. I think we both did it at some point, but I can't remember the order. I remember her being a really good kisser and really enjoyed licking her nipples and kissing her. and She had amazing breasts. Yeah. Yeah. And then after that... Um, I think it was my turn to lie down and you both gave me my first double blowjob. Yeah. And that's something that was on my bucket list that I'd wanted to try. And, and it was so sexy watching yeah. you guys kiss each other and then take turns to, not even take turns, take a side of my cock each and you're licking up and down and then one of you licking and sucking the tip while the other one was working the base and... 
You're going to get yourself aroused now. We'll just take a short break. Uh, <laughs> we'll be back. We'll just... Uh, that's the intermission music. <laughs> no. No? Okay. <laughs> but that was a really, really good experience. I uh, That stands out in the memory for what happened that evening. You've had a, a few double blowjobs since. Yeah, I've had quite Each a time few you, since then. You mentioned how much you enjoy it. Definitely. It's a bit like a fantasy seeing two women go down on you. Well, that last one that I had a few weeks ago was my favorite so far. I think that was the best I've heard so far. <laughs> but there's something about just having two women who are kissing each other and also sucking your cock at the same time. That really is sexy. Well, I shouldn't say two women. There's something really sexy about two people who are kissing each other and sucking your cock at the same time and feeding it to each other and focusing both on your pleasure but also each other at the same time. It's really, really good experience. Mm. Oh, your eyes are twinkling. <laughs> so you know what we should do? <laughs> <laughs> That's on the plan already. We should find someone to... <laughs> anyway, um, I think after a while, that's when uh, a fourth couple joined us. So not quite yet. So that's when um, Marcellus was in and out of the room and yeah. we'd been playing for quite a while. Would have been playing for about an hour. He had sort of joined in a bit and then left and joined in a bit and left. Did you do anything and with him? No, I didn't. I sort of wanted to, but because he kept leaving the room, I didn't feel much of a connection with him. So mm. now, yes, I would have. But at the time, I'd never interacted with another guy. So I really wanted there to be a bit more of a connection. Yeah. Um, so the opportunity didn't arise but I do remember um, seeing you suck his cock and that was the first time I've seen you suck another guy's cock how did you feel? it felt weird I'm not I'm not entirely sure how to put into words it felt strange to see you do it I enjoyed I really enjoyed watching you do it and seeing something which I enjoy you doing to me so much doing to someone else and he seemed to really enjoy it as well and it was just it was a weird confusing mixture between pride and excitement and I guess there was a little bit of jealousy mixed in I mean the first time seeing you do anything like that I mean I still do feel jealous from time to time but it's just not the irrational blind jealousy it's something which i can accept and understand and work with mm -hmm. so it was a strange feeling but i i realized i definitely enjoyed it Good. and then uh mia came and joined you and gave him a double blow job which he said was his first as well mm. good first date for him yeah and then we started all having sex yeah, we started I was having sex after that. Uh, all this time throughout that, um, um, Tina and Josh. Josh were sort of playing in the corner a bit and alternating between um, licking and sucking and so on and watching. But I do remember that Tina did ask Josh, oh, can I kiss, can I kiss her? Talking about, uh, or can I kiss them? Talking about me and you. Because mm -hmm. I don't think she kissed you the first time, did she? No, the first time we didn't didn't do much. I don't think we kissed. Yeah, so Tina came and joined and kissed you and Mia, and there was a bit of touching and stroking, but nothing, not too far. No. But I guess for them that was really a big step. It, it was, because yeah. they hadn't done anything like that before. So it was quite hot to watch her join in. Yeah, it was. She, she's good looking too. And then, yeah, we all started having sex. And I remember being surprised that um, Mia and Marcellus didn't use a condom. Oh, yeah. And yes. that was a bit shocking. I was thinking it's their first date and they're not using a condom. Shit. I was shocked too. Yeah. I wouldn't do that, but... To and we just played with them. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
But I found that in the UK, it looks like it's not as... It's more common not to wear condoms than in France. I know in France, uh, when you go on a first date and if you end up having sex with a person, generally, most of my friends that I know mm. would wear a condom. In the UK, I've had conversations with English friends and they seem to not be as systematic about it. I think in the non-monogamy community, we have always seen people use condoms. We haven't seen anyone who clearly didn't know each other not use condoms. Maybe it was just a one-off anyway. Anyway. Anyway, so we'd been in this room for quite a while by now, and the clock had struck 12, and the carriage had turned back into a pumpkin. But then there was that couple... And then they came and sheltered. So we opened the door to let some cold air in. And they were walking around trying to look for a room. And uh, Mia had spoken to another couple earlier in that evening. And it was them. They were also quite young. Yep. And good looking as well. Uh, And essentially they were a mixed couple. So we let them in because at that time, that's the time where... If a woman is in the open area when all the single men are coming in, she's in for <laughs> a trauma, I think. <laughs> Although not just the women. Last time we went, there was that guy who kept following me around everywhere we went. <gasps> oh, yes, I remember that. Oh, my God. Yes. But that, at that time, we didn't know about <laughs> yeah. also men being targets. We knew about women being targets. <laughs> <laughs> so we let them in. Yeah. And they seemed nice. Let them shelter from the storm. Yeah. And they were happy to join in. Yeah. So they were happy. They were they were having fun. And, well, they were fun. Rather. But also they did have fun. Mm-hmm. I really vividly remember that she gave him a blowjob. And it was like those blowjobs, those terrible blowjobs you see in porn where the woman's all gagging and sound like she's about to vomit. And it's like... He was face-fucking her. And it's like, okay, that's, you know, if you're enjoying that, it's definitely not my sort of thing. It's not... I don't I don't find that overly exciting, watching porn and seeing someone who looks like they're about to vomit. <laughs> but anyway, it's each to their own. I remember that she had really big boobs. Yeah. Yeah, she had huge boobs. They were natural, though. Yeah. Um... And they were quite into Kink World as well, and they'd just been to Torture Garden recently as well. So we got chatting to them about Torture Garden, which is a BDSM event in London. I think they also do them around the country, but so Edinburgh and whatnot. Um, and that's when we decided, oh, we would like to go along to that. And that was, <laughs> what? Two years ago. year and a half, two years ago. And we've been saying since then we should go along. This we year, we this year we will point. go along, yeah. It's mandatory dress and kink, so we've got to get some outfits. You've probably got enough to get by. I but I've think got I have some. what's needed. I'll get some arseless chaps and <laughs> a leather harness. <laughs> so anyway, we were all playing, and um, and then there was some banging at the door. And, well, everyone we knew was already in the room with us, so we were wondering who it could be. And we opened, and we saw that guy we didn't know, so we closed the door. And he kept banging and he said, hey, it's me, Mike. (laughs) And he just said it as if, you know, we knew a Mike and we're going to open. It was, but he was really comical at the moment. Yeah. Everyone looked at each other like, oh, it's Mike. Like, do do you know Mike? You you must know Mike. Well, should we let him in? Obviously, you know someone in here. It's Mike. (laughs) Everyone knows Mike. But it was just bluff. It it almost worked though. (laughs) Yeah. I mean... Let him in just for his effort of it. <laughs> it was just, it was the right thing to say at the right time. His delivery was perfect. Flawless oh, delivery. Hey, 10 me, out of Mike. 10. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> and I think that was towards the end, wasn't it? Yeah, so we just chilled out in the room for a bit more. And I think everyone was pretty spent by then. Finished off our drinks and then packed up. And Tina and Josh gave us a ride home. Again, and you fell asleep in their car again. Yay! <laughs> Every time we're coming home from events, Sherry falls asleep in the car. 
well, and then I've got to stay awake. Effort. I've got to stay awake and chat to people, make sure the Uber driver's not bringing us somewhere, somewhere he shouldn't. And then I dream about food in the car ride home <laughs> and toss up whether it's worth getting the Uber driver to stop at the McDonald's, which is 10 minutes walk away, and then walk home or not. And generally it's not because 10 minutes walk is just too much at this time of night. Yeah. That was our next experience in the lifestyle. Mm-hmm. It was uh, a good one. Yeah, yeah. What did we do after that? So the next experience after that was Tina and Josh coming over to our place. Mm-hmm. So we'll talk about that in the next episode. And a sneak peek into what we'll talk about there involves coconut oil and massages. Oh, yes. So now it's time for our last segment. Yes, time for the listener question. So this listening question was submitted via message and the person who submitted it wanted to remain anonymous. All right. So recently my partner and I have been talking about opening our relationship. I'm interested in getting into the lifestyle and my partner is trying to get there, but they want to go gently. What's the best way to go about setting up something very gentle or introductory for a first experience? What do you think, Kiwi? I think first things first, you shouldn't try and convince your partner to get into the lifestyle or to open your relationship. It should be something which you both agree that you want to do. So I'll assume that that's something which is an enthusiastic yes from both of you, but they want to take it slow because they're just a bit apprehensive or nervous or not quite sure what to do because it can seem overwhelming at first. When Even when you want it. to do it. Yeah. It's, it's apprehensive, so I can't, I can't imagine if you're a bit reticent, it wouldn't be good. So yeah. everyone's going to be nervous the first time. Because it can, it can be scary. It's a huge change, and you're taking a really big risk with your relationship. You're putting your whole relationship on the line, essentially. You don't know what way it's going to go. You can talk about it all you want, but in the end, you're not entirely sure how you react in the moment. No. But even if you react badly, I think if you've talked about it yeah. enough before, it's not going to jeopardize the whole relationship. It can be a few bumps in the road, maybe. I think you have a few suggestions for what to use to prepare yourself and your partner to the idea of um, going into the lifestyle. Not yeah, you. yeah. So it's definitely a good place to start is listening to podcasts. So. You're taking the first steps well. Um, listen to a few podcasts with your partner and listen to other people's experiences and discuss their experiences and how you'd feel in that situation and what would work for you and what wouldn't work for you and what do you find sexy about it. And, and also potentially also uh, reading stories uh, on the internet, finding sexy stories and read them together and see how you feel about those stories. Yeah, Definitely, that's a really good way, which leads very nicely into fantasizing. So you can try and incorporate some of that storytelling into your sex life and talk about what would you like and when you're having sex, fantasize about bringing in another person or another few people or having people watch you or seeing other people doing something at the same time. And that's something to quite gently try things out and in a controlled way, see how you react and see what you do find sexy and what turns you on. And what turns your partner on. And what turns your partner on, most definitely. And if you're finding that, yes, this is actually working, you know, we're, we're really into this, we've listened to a few podcasts, we're fantasizing about it, um, and my partner is ready to go to the next next step, they want to take it gently, we've tried these gentle steps, what's next? Then, then you can maybe try to actually go to a club like we did the first time yeah. and decide to go to a club together and as a f first step only interact with each other at the yeah. club um, or even just watch if, if you, you're not feeling comfortable enough to interact in front of other people. The first step to watch could be not bad, I think. Yeah, because it's perfectly fine to go to a club and not play. I mean, that's perfectly normal. A lot of people do. That is, they go to clubs, they go for the sexy atmosphere, they either don't play with anyone or they only play with each other, and that's perfectly okay. 
Yeah, and that's that was our intention the first time, by the way. <laughs> we wanted to play with each other in front of other people. It just turned into something else. It just turned out there there are some beautiful people there and And they were interested in us, huh? What can we do? <laughs> Such is life. <laughs> so yeah, I think those those um good first steps listen to podcasts and uh, read sexy stories try fantasizing together about what it would be to bring other people into your sex life and then if you feel ready go to a club to watch what happens there and potentially play with each other in front of others yeah um if you go to a club there is always a risk, well, there is a risk, there's the possibility that people will want to interact with you. So you need to you need to really discuss a lot beforehand about all the possibilities of what could happen or what could potentially come out your way when you're there and decide if this happens, we do that. If that happens, we will do this other thing. Yeah. Um, so you, you don't end up... Uh, taken aback by something and saying yes too quickly or or not knowing what to do. Or even if you are having sex with just each other, people often, the way they will engage with you is gently placing a hand on your arm and then seeing how we react. So there's a possibility that we people will touch you and there's a possibility that people, or the probability is very probable that people will flirt with you. So you need to make sure that you have discussed up front around being comfortable with flirting with other people. Although if you're getting to this point and entering the lifestyle, um, there probably is that willingness to accept that your partner is going to flirt with someone else. One of the other avenues you could take is meeting with another couple who's either just starting out themselves, um, but then there's a risk that it's the blind leaving the blind, or with a couple who are happy to meet with some happy with to meet with some newbies and help guide them into the life. A couple who would be more experienced. Yeah. Yeah. To have a chat. And then just be completely honest up front around what you want to do and what are your expectations, what do you want to get out of out of the meet. And even if you're not going to have a sexual encounter with the people, because a lot of people don't fuck on first date, um, at least going for dinner and a drink together and then discussing it face-to-face with people who actually do that and have been there, mm. that can be quite a nice entry as well. And once you're back home, have a good debrief about how you found the experience and what do you feel? Do you feel like you would want to go further or is it enough for you? Do yeah. you not feel like doing anything with other people? Um, yeah, really, you, you need to be... Uh, in sync with your emotions and your feelings and what you want. Mm. I know personally, a lot of people may disagree, but I think going down the route of creating a profile on a website and then having a look for some people with the expectation that you'll go slow and just be introductory is not necessarily the right way to go because a lot of people tend to, when they create a profile on the websites first time, be overly excited when they get the first messages and jump on some of those first few people who message them and you're not entirely sure what you're after yet you're not entirely sure what works for you so the fact that people have shown interest in you as a couple might be enough for you to say great we'll meet them but they're not necessarily the right people to help you gently enter the lifestyle they might be they might have their own motives for getting in contact with you or they might not completely understand what you're expecting out of it because you might not have fully communicated that. So I and think you that's might a lot not be sure risk. yourself either. Yeah, yeah. I think I wasn't sure I was going with that, so thank you for <laughs> tying it off. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> <laughs> There's a flow of consciousness, a ramble. Um, yeah, so hopefully that's answered your question. Or at least provided a bit of help in your decision and discussion so thank you anonymous listener for submitting your question if you want to submit a listener question or get in contact with us you can find us on twitter at kiwi and cherry that's all one word you can email us at kiwi and cherry at gmail.com and you can find our website 
at www.sharingiscaringpodcast.com. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of Sharing is Caring. Join us next time to continue our journey. And remember, sharing is caring. And I can't remember if Marcellus... He, again, he came in and on, uh, in and yeah. off, off. I think he left about well, two minutes. What am I saying? <laughs> he came in and out. Yes. <laughs> okay. <Bravo. laughs> so Marcellus came in and out. Thank you very much for listening to the first episode. Ah, shit. I'm reading what's written. Okay. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening to the fourth episode. <laughs>